week's episode is brought to you by Support the Mountain's Herbal Parasite Cleanse. This formula targets the small and large intestinal tracts and larvae, the most broad-spectrum formula available today. 100% organic, formulated by Dr. Mikio Sanki, author of the Esoteric Acupuncture Series. For 10% off your first bottle, visit shopyogahub.com and use the coupon code CLEANSE at checkout. Hello and welcome to YHTV's Flowing into Awareness with visionary and master intuitive Anatara. Hi, I'm Christina Suzuma, your host for this program. This is episode 49. Under attack? Really? And here to talk about that really portion <laughs> is our beautiful Anatara. Hi, Christina. Hello, Anatara. <laughs> I love that title. <laughs> wow. There are so many things in this life that we could we could say, really, too? Is that, is that real? Is that really happening? And and I honestly think that we don't ask that enough. <laughs> Sometimes I remember my kids were younger, they would do something and I would look at them and say, really? Yeah. <laughs> do you think, do you think that will work or, or, or do you think that's true? I like, really? So but this is a, this is rather a, a more adult perspective of really? <laughs> um, you know, we, we feel, we feel frequently that we are under attack by something. A lot of the time it's just imagined. A lot of the time it feels like someone is staring at us or giving us, you know, the dagger eye. Uh, (laughs) Sometimes we feel swimming in the ocean that there's a shark nearby. Out in the woods on Vancouver Island, is there a cougar nearby? But but really the kind of attack I'm I'm talking about are the are the the feelings or the sensation that um, sometimes daily we are under attack by something mm. i've been talking i've been talking along a theme for the past few few sessions about the the innocence that is the center of our being whether we feel like we need to defend that against something and now coming up to is there really any attack happening? Is that attack real? When we feel attacked, and, and usually it is a more of a, an emotional attack, a, a personality type attack, we feel that our, our sense of security is being diminished or threatened. We feel that, that we aren't stable enough or strong enough or sure enough to withstand whatever the attack feels like. What is the attack? What what the heck Mm -hmm. is that anyway? Other people's unsureties, insecurities, not knowings, (laughs) those (laughs) new words, (laughs) make, make them feel like they have something to defend often. And when you feel like you've got something to defend, you are perhaps promoting or projecting the idea that you yourself are under under attack. So we put up these walls and these barriers and these these films of these these sort of these misty membranes around us to protect ourselves from what we think is attack or to defend against the possibility of attack. And that's really what I'm looking at here. Do all of the things that we feel we must be defensive about or defensive of, do they really represent an attack or not? Maybe 
everything or most things that feel like an attack are, is really what I just described. Someone else feeling that they are vulnerable, that their innocence is threatened, and that they need to protect themselves. So one wall is built, someone else puts up another wall, we reciprocate with a new wall, and it just, it escalates. There's that cascade of having, of being caught in the loop of needing to protect ourselves, of watching how our personal security feels, of developing a system that is based on attacking one another. We attack each other's ideas a lot. And a simple form of that kind of attack is simply having another idea, having another thought, having another thought. When we, when we have a feeling or a thought that is different from someone else, we often feel that we have to defend that, that thought. We have to really explain it. We have to make sure that someone understands what our feelings are. And then they respond with their own set of defensive description. And that's one of the ways in which those loops of what I'm calling attack really mm-hmm. um, happen. So, so is it really an attack? Mm-mm-mm. It's not. It's it's someone. It's each of us feeling that we are vulnerable. That whoever we really are isn't safe. That our innocence isn't secure in this this fluctuating and vibrationally changing universe that we live in. So. Um, fluctuating vibrational universe that we live in. <laughs> now, that part is real, but does that represent attacks on ourselves? No, it doesn't at all. The fluctuating vibration that we are all sensing, whether we know it or not, is, is in, actually in support of our becoming more and more clear about who we are and and how we tick, how we work, how we want to to co-create with everything that's around us. And every time we perceive that fluctuation, that vibration movement as an attack, we turn ourselves off rather than opening to where that vibration can take us. Have you noticed that in people? Have you felt that in yourself? Oh, yes, yes. It, it's, um, I, 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 I believe that, of course, it happens with everyone, and I, I don't believe, I mean, I believe that a lot of people are not aware mm-hmm. of it when it comes up, when that that defensiveness rises to the surface. And um, it, it's, you know, again, working so much with children and seeing their innocence and seeing the way their walls begin to build, because that's where it began for all of us, isn't it, Antara? Where we all began at that that place of that innocence, and then as we get older, we have that um, uh, we build our securities, we build our boundaries, we begin to build and build, and then what we perceive, what we assume, and that's almost society's way of dealing with life, life, and. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I see it more and more mm-hmm. simply because I do believe because working with children, you see it evolving. So mm-hmm. it becomes so much of an awareness as an adult because you go, oh, re-? you go, really? As you say with a child, they suddenly <laughs> say something. Really? Is that what you think that 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 was what happened in that situation? Oh, yes. And they're so certain, so sure 
And you go, well, may I share with you what my perception was, what I saw? You know, and, and it's, it's an interesting balance to try to create. It's not an easy one. And, it, and it's not any easier as you mature and become an adult. The, the thing that becomes challenged is the concept of being different, the, the, mm. the, the idea that we are all different. Uh, a child is, is, you know, exists in a certain set of responses and reflections of itself in, it, in, the, in its natural family or whatever its environment is. And so it comes to believe that other adults and other people and other experiences in the world are going to understand them the way their their smaller family does so they believe they believe and start to behave in a way that interprets everyone's actions mm-hmm. the same way and if we if we can you know as at all levels of our lives be certain that it's all right to be different and that we are not always going to be understood, even by our closest family and our closest re- and in our closest relationships. No one is ever necessarily going to completely understand what we're feeling inside or exactly what we mean. When we become our own friend, when we become our own best ally, and we realize that it's silly to expect everyone else to understand us the same way, then those differences and the differences in interpretation that are reflected to us and on us, they don't matter as much. Mm -hmm. And then we aren't really under attack. We really aren't. There is no attack required because we feel secure enough and safe enough. Mm -hmm. And, And I'm seeing so frequently you know, you were talking about how those boundaries start to come up as children, but and and I am having that that is reinforced over and over and over mm. and over again in my work. And and as we as we are in this time of change happening more quickly, the the requirement of who we are becoming is bringing up all of the places that make us feel the most vulnerable. It's challenging every part of us that has always been beautiful and innocent. And it is asking us to walk right through that to a place of full acceptance of ourselves and of everyone else. Mm. We don't have to agree and we can accept. So under attack, not really. And what can you or what would you like to do to allow yourself to feel secure and to give other people, to reflect to other people, their own security. Mm. Mm, that's lovely. pretty important questions. Yes, yes, absolutely, absolutely. I think that's a very important one, which is about, um, you know, what? How can you support someone else? That's, mm-hmm. that's true. That's absolutely true. Yes. Oh, the ever evolving <laughs> journey, isn't it? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's it's uh, pretty magnificent, but uh, it's it's. Part of the unfolding of that blossom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not going to stop. Uh, no, <laughs> no, hold on. <laughs> but I like that. Really? <laughs> it's the funny part is I find myself not only saying it to my child and his friends, I'm saying it to parents as well. <laughs> Definitely. <Really? laughs> I think so. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Just love it. <laughs> Thank you so much, Anatara. That was much fun. <laughs> Anytime. <laughs>
And of course, we would like to thank each and every one of you for joining us in this new platform of education and information. We're grateful for your continuous support, and we look forward to hearing your feedback on how we can serve you better. You can connect with Anatara by following her on Twitter, at Anatara, and of course, through her own website, anatara.ca, anatara.ca. And if you have any questions or comments for Anatara, please do so by leaving it um, on the site, by just simply by scrolling down and, and entering it into the comment box. Or if you're listening to this on your podcast, please feel free to leave your message or comment um, on our phone line at 818-LET'S-TALK, 818-LET'S-TALK. We look forward to hearing from you. And until next time, namaste. In the natural and homeopathic model of, of healing, there is such a respect for the human body and for that doctor inside us that we assume that whatever symptoms we have aren't the result of breakdown of the body, but they're the effort of our body to try and defend itself and to try and heal. Now, that doesn't mean that that symptom, that fever, that headache, that high blood pressure will necessarily heal us but that it is an effort of our body-mind to try and defend itself and to try and heal. 